Top of the Drops. I am Taco, your host, and I'm thrilled to be joined today by the lead singer, the face of City of Sound, Righteous J. What's up, baby? How are you doing? That's part of the identity, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Andrew, our guitarist, always makes a joke. Like when I have to do something, like an interview or something, he's like, frontman, dude, this is your job. Like you have to be the one. And I'm like, awesome. Great. A hundred percent. Because Nova's too shy. We yep. said we were recording this, and she literally went to Utah <laughs> to avoid having to be on top of the drops. So we're going to talk City of Sound, the City of Sound Week, by the way, here on Gala Music. Yes, let's go. In honor of the band, we would kick things off with a countdown of our favorite sounds. So why don't you lead off with, uh, with number 10? What's, your, what's one of your favorite sounds? The sound of a China symbol on a breakdown of a metalcore song. I know what all of those words mean. All right, number nine, the crackling of a campfire. That's a good one. I would say the sound of the warm breeze just before a storm hits. Mm-hmm. Shout out storms. Shout out storms. We love you. Number seven, a kitten purring. That's a great sound. This is why I didn't want to know before we did this, because I did not expect that at all. I would say the sound of a charcoal grill. Beautiful. I grew up on a charcoal grill in Indiana, so memories. I was going to say the sizzling of bacon. Is that too close to you? No, completely different sounds. Both It's beautiful. different enough. All right. Okay. Then I'm going with that. The sizzling of bacon. That's really good. That's really good. I would say the sound of leaves crunching right at the end of fall after like the foliage turn. I love the sound of walking all leaves. Your sounds are pretty outdoor. Mine are more based around foodstuffs. <laughs> Number three on the list, uh, the gurgle of a coffee machine in the morning. Oh, hey, that's good though. The sound and the smell of that, I love in the morning. Can my number two be a really cheesy one? Can be whatever you want. It's your special day. Like, honestly, all, all honesty, this is not just because I'm a kiss ass. The sound of like our listeners singing certain parts during our shows, the song that's dropping tomorrow, Ode of She, when they start singing the anthem at every show they do it, almost makes me cry every time. Like, there's just nothing like that. That's a pretty good one. So that's my like cheesy, but like really honest answer. Number one, the crunch of a taco. Eh. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> we don't normally have co-hosts. We usually have a little, a little segue between segments. Let's just roll right into the next one. This is what I care about the most in City of Sound. You famously had a pretty epic all-access experience in the band Playhouse, where you had a five-hour set for Lance and Lance's kid. <laughs> And some other people who I don't know or care about. <laughs> and from, from what we heard, what the internet's been saying, holy cow, right? It was awesome. We had a really good time together. And it was re- it was re- super unique, too, just because, like, you know, we've never done anything like that. It was super chill. But at the same time, it was, like, unique. But, like, awesome. It was awesome. I've never had that before. And, like, you know, Lance and his boy, like, they're awesome. We played them, like, a mini show. We just, like, 
they were in the studio. We just sat them there and then just like played songs. And then we let them listen to all of our new stuff that we're like mixing and working on and showed them all the new cover art and everything for our new era because our recent era ends tomorrow with Gala plug. It was a really cool experience. We actually do have all of our new all access confirmed for the next all access drop, which I'm really excited for. The only thing I realized we didn't do is we didn't do anything digital. So I feel like we kind of closed one too many of our supporters out because it was like an IRL event. So I'm making sure that like all of our next all access is all going to be digital or like at least like it's all going to be available for anybody. So that's one thing that I did learn from it. Can we leak what some of the new stuff is is going to be in there. Yeah. So one of them is a private stream with Nova. She's going to do a private stream. Like, you know, she plays all kinds of songs. She has like a list of like 30 songs and she's just going to hang out like with our supporters at Gala, play them like music. And I think she'll probably play our new stuff for like the first time with them there. I am doing what, I don't even know what you call that, fungible. <laughs> one of the fungible all access. I'm going to do handwritten lyrics to any song of ours that is like our, our supporter's favorite song. I'm going to handwrite it out. And then on a second page, I'm going to write the story and the journey of why I wrote that song that way. And then we're going to frame it and I'm going to put the journey and the story behind the lyrics. And then we'll like send that like personalized, basically like handwritten um, lyrics out to them. And so they have it like framed up. Every story and journey is going to be a touch different. Because let's say two people want me to write the lyrics for Odyssey. I'm still going to tell the same story what it is, but like I am writing to that person, right? It's not copy paste. So like every single one is going to be slightly different and I might say things in a certain way. So I think it just creates like a really cool way of giving our supporters something that is like really unique, something that's literally exclusive to like our supporters here. So that's what I'm really excited about. I think it's going to be really cool. And then I am going to write our next new song that will drop on gala in october so what i want to do is i've done like songwriting streams they're really interesting because like it's really relaxed and i don't talk a lot but what i do is i want to bring our like supporters in and do like a private stream for them where like i genuinely show them my process and i'm like writing the song while they're just like watching i might end up sitting there for like 10 minutes while listening to a soundscape and i'm just going to be writing and then typing up lyrics and then looking at like the picture and going deeper into the concept and like what the song is about i think that's just a, a unique maybe experience like allow them behind closed doors to see how weird i get when i'm writing songs i'm, I'm curious about a stream in which you don't talk a lot i do it quite a bit sometimes when i do our songwriting streams it's my non-frontman side right it's actually probably who i really am like i just don't want to talk to anybody and i just want to like dive deep into this weird world and concept so that's going to be one and then the fourth one is a game night with me we're going to queue up for a whole night, whatever game they want to play. And we are just going to go farm some shitters online and just have a good time. Something I just thought was kind of unique, you know, like given like our gamer following too, it just felt like it really kind of fit in that vein. So those are the four we're going to do for this drop. I really want to do a horror watch party. I want to watch a movie on Discord with all of our supporters, but I got to figure that one out. So hopefully that is on the next one. But yeah, those will be the four for this drop. I'm excited for I think they're cool. I love that. I was also looking over the film Discord for a while before we hired Kibby, who's doing a great job. Shout out Kibby. Shout and out Kibby. I, I had just gotten clearance from Legal to stream movies on Discord, mm -hmm. like with the community and like we can watch a movie together. We can mm -hmm. all be in the chat. I thought that sounded super fun. 
then I'll remember that one too for the future ones. I'm actually really excited about the handwritten lyrics one just because I love doing it. Like it's almost, it feels almost like an, it allows me to kind of revisit our songs that I haven't revisited in forever. And I actually think it's going to be a really cool, even experience for me to like write something really personal to one of our supporters and like getting into it and like remembering like what was like the journey writing this song and like all that kind of stuff. So I'm actually really excited for that one. I think it's going to be really cool. That's a great thing to have on the wall. That would look great on my wall. We'll have to see how many beams that is going to be. Yeah, I'm, I actually don't know. Um, I know that it's like 10. It's open to 10, I think. 10 people. Not 10 beams. Not 10 beams. No. <laughs> yeah, I promise you that would sell out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hope they do well. I hope people think it's cool. I guess we'll find out. Because I'm also like, they're not going to be perfect. Like I'm going to write the lyrics from me sitting there. So like, there might be like, oh shoot, I like wrote like a word wrong or something. I'm going to cross it out. And then on the top, I'm going to put like the right word. Like it's going to be very, very, very personal. I want it to feel like a first draft just in the way like it comes out. And then that way, if one of the people who's our supporters is like, hey, I want a song that isn't even on Gala yet. And like, let's say no one else asked for that. They are the only person that like owns handwritten lyrics from that song and by us. It might be like kind of arrogant to think, but I think it's cool. Like, I think that's a cool thing. I don't think it's arrogant. I also think it's a cool thing. Stamp for approval for all this stuff. Okay, good. I have the taco, yes. You want to talk eras real quick? So we're closing out an era. Today, yes. today's Thursday. We're closing yes. out an era. It's done. Yes. Let's process um, our feelings. Yes. Two years ago, we started to release our debut album, Silent Empire. We ended up throughout the year releasing the whole thing. The album has been the reason for all of our growth in the last two years. It's genuinely been the reason why we've been able to do like these tours, book these events, grow these listener bases. And the central character of the album is a character called Empire, which is why the, the album's called Silent Empire. The last song on the album, the whole point of the final song of the album was to lay her story to rest. And by doing that was to lay her to rest. What a lot of people didn't know at that point when I was writing it, I had gone broke for like the fourth time in a row just trying to like fund this stream and like make it happen. And I genuinely was like, I think this might be the last song we ever make. And I was like, you know what? It's the final song of our album. It's the final words of Empire. And if that's the case, and it's the last song that we make, then at least it's a perfect fitting. But then I sat there thinking, if this is our last song that we're ever going to make, like what words do I want to have her say to our listeners? What would my final words be? If I had to write a song to like our listeners who have like, shown up for these shows, sold these shows out, like pumped us up all over the place, like followed us all over tour. What would we want to say to them? But the beauty is the song has now become the anthem at every one of our shows. We end every concert with Ode of She, and it is just like this epic and awesome moment after such an intense, loud, and like aggressive show. We play this song that just if if at that point not everyone feels like they're one, that final moment of the show makes everyone feel like they are one. And it ends with a three and a half minute anthem that just goes so hard and it's just so epic. What we're doing is tomorrow we are going to drop Ode of She on Gala. It will be the official end of the Silent Empire era of our band because we are now moving into our next era, which was is going to be announced next week the week after today. And the reason I wanted to drop it on Gala was because if we're going to end our 
whole era that's like given us life and brought us to this point, we need to end it with how we were going to end it to make it feel like it's a full circle, to make it feel like our gala supporters are a part of that change. Because when we move into our new era, gala is going to have a huge role in that. And I want it to feel like for our supporters or anyone who like buys the song, I want them to feel like they are a part of that. I want them to feel like they are a part of our next chapter and they are part of launching us into our next chapter. I just think the song, I, I mean, at least for me, I think it's just like such a heart wrencher. It's like, a, but then it just turns into an absolute monster of an ending. It is the end of this era. It's weird. I feel like I've been, it, this sounds so cheesy. I feel like I've become like connected to her. Like, I feel like I'm almost like kind of sad. I was thinking last week, I feel like I was like putting like this character to death that has like brought us to this point. And has like garnered us all these like fans. And I was like, why am I sad about a made up character that I made up in my mind? <laughs> it's really interesting. So yeah, I'm really excited. I really hope people like it. It's eight and a half minutes long, you know, like City of Sound, you know, obviously we don't have the shortest songs ever. I hope people listen to the whole eight, whole eight and a half minutes. The song is built out of four different orchestral movements in terms of just like melody structure, chord progression, violin movements, and guitar movements. So I think people will really appreciate the orchestration and how it genuinely moves like a movie and tells the story. So today, everyone can hear the end of our chapter, the final song that we're going to be dropping on Gala on this contract and just what we're going to be moving towards next. And I think also it's important to drop on Gala because we're going to play this song for the next 50 years that we're playing. Oda She's only going to get bigger and bigger. We're always going to play it and it's always going to have a life at our shows. So I think that's why I want it to be on Gala. I think it's a future banger for quite a few listeners. And I think that's going to pay off for people. I like that. We have some fun on Top of the Drops. For those of you who don't know, in Discord, we have a channel called Life Advice from Taco. People need a lot of help. I know the answers to so many things. Since you're here with us today, I thought it might be fun if you answer some life advice questions from our community. Can you handle it? Yes, from all my life experience. Yeah, but you're like a rock star. And so I think your perspective will be different from mine. Not better, different. I've definitely been through some downs. Let's say that for sure. Some challenges. Frederer asks... How do you make your parents believe that you're doing okay? That's a hard one. My problem is because being a fan-dependent band, you know, we're making everything ourselves. My parents will, like my mom, for instance, actually texted me four days ago and I totally forgot. And she was asking me how the music video shoot went because we shot a music video in Utah. I just totally forgot because I've been like wrapped up in so many other like text conversations. This morning I was like, oh, I didn't text my mom back. So I finally like texted her back that it went well. And I always feel bad because my parents always want to make sure that I haven't been corrupted by the L.A. machine and the Hollywood, you know, the Hollywood machine. It does exist. Trust me. I had a meeting two weeks ago. That was the creepiest thing I've ever been in my life. When I tell you that it was a horror movie for an hour, it was a horror movie for an hour. But yeah, so my parents get pretty worried. And they also know me like they know, like I'm not out here for a good time and partying and like going out drinking and getting in all these dumb situations that some of my friends have gotten into at huge house parties with famous people. I'm here to blow this shit up and take over. So I'm actually pretty introverted. I know you're going to be like, what? But like, I genuinely am. I don't really like hanging out with people, like large groups of people. I love hanging out with groups of two or three, watching a horror movie in the living room or playing video games. That's my vibe. So they don't have to worry about me, but I know they do a little bit. <laughs> that was a super long answer. 
Bro, I didn't know how to answer it because I want to say something bad about my parents. I, I think it I think it boils down to their your parents, they know that you're okay, or if you're not okay, unless they're bad parents and they can't tell. But that's on them. That's not on you. I'm not sure if we got to the bottom of that one. But great <laughs> question. Uh <laughs> John Saylor asks, and there's only one right answer with this, by the way. Okay. Right, just Jay. Taco, pizza, or sandwich, which would you pick? It depends. Is it from a specific like hometown place? Because if it's that, like back at home, there's a butcher shop and it makes unreal sandwiches like that are so good. But if it's just like in general, like you're just going to order like fast food, like for me, I mean, even though it could be Taco Bell, because man, Taco Bell speaks to me. And I know everyone in here is going to be like, oh, I hate Taco Bell. No, you don't. Everyone lies about that. It would be pizza though. I'm a simple man. Just give me, give me a pizza and I'm ready to go. Two days ago, I got back from our music video shoot. You know how I celebrated? True story. I ordered a stuffed crust large pizza from Papa John's. It was just me in the band house. I brought it back. I put on a horror movie. I ate the whole thing. So generally, it's pizza. Specifically, it's that one sandwich shop. Yeah. But you do love Taco Bell. That was such like a politician-y answer right there. Uh, It was. It was. Except if that was the real political answer, you would have said taco. It's true, because then you would fight for me behind the scenes. Yeah, which I had <laughs> I had been doing previously, but... Not anymore. Crisp Herring asks, how do you stay creative in the dark and down periods? I would actually say the last year and a half um, of my life was probably some of the darkest I've had in my whole life. So I went out to Indiana a few months ago just to get all these new songs for the new era, the new album, like written out, get started. I even had a moment out in the woods where, dude, I just like broke down had a really honest, honest moment with myself, just like out in the woods, middle of nowhere. And I actually ended up writing one of our three songs that's coming before the end of the year. The down moments can serve you just as much as the highs can when it comes to creating. I think a lot of times when people are trying to create, they get writer's block, they're in like a down moment. I think they try to like fight through the down moment in order to like force themselves to produce like creatively. When in reality... For me, don't be afraid to stay there. You're there for a reason, so stay there. You know, do the introspection to find out why you're there and then write or create off of it. Our song that's coming in September for the new era, it was a very hard song for me to write. And like I had a moment lighting candles in my room where like I just broke down crying and I just wrote off of it. You take pain and put it to page to tell people they're worth something. And I think that maybe that's just the answer. This was a much heavier edition Sorry. of Life Advice with Taco. No, all good. I I admitted earlier in this recording, I cried during Barbie the movie. So yeah, that's I, right. Hey, I get it, man. I, I can be vulnerable. We both had our cry moments. Man, I apologies to um, the guys who are going to have to edit this. Sorry, guys. No, it's been, we've been recording for 40 minutes. It's going to get cut down. But I thought, hey, why don't we close out by giving away a copy of your track that went on sale today? Oh, I love that. Yeah. We're going to put up a QR code for your chance to win a City of Soundtrack. Thank you so much for joining me. This was great. I, I love catching up with you. It's been a while. Dude, I haven't seen you in so long. So this was awesome. Everyone watching, thank you guys, all of our supporters. You guys are literally the reason why we've been able to do everything that we've been doing the last couple months. 
shot a music video this weekend literally because you guys bought our tracks which we took and just reinvested into like our future so thank you we could not be more grateful for you please never ever underestimate the power that you have in helping us take off i love that thanks everybody we will see you in discord we love you he loves you i do i do love you